Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Nickelodeon. Hello. Welcome along to the worst idea of all time. Episode 16. If the movie is a human being, it is coming of age. Yeah, you can legally have sex with that. In New Zealand. In New Zealand. But We're don't, not saying you but should. Most not, of America. Oh, who's it's, that? It's, it's, not, no. it's not a who's, target. Who's no one knows. You're not in the room. Who's it's, that third voice you hear at the moment? Oh, oh, it's it's actually someone's coming in and out a little bit. So hold your <laughs> shit properly, gentlemen, oh, and God. allow me to introduce two of the single greatest podcasting talents that New Zealand has to offer. My name is Guy Montgomery. <laughs> no, 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 it's not us. I've already introduced us. We are third and fourth. Wow. In first and second place, in no particular order, let me first, the man that you first heard, let me introduce... Number one. Joseph Moore. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Moore. Oh, hello. Hello, gentlemen. Undeniably number one. <laughs> Nick, we apologise to you. We have spent hours right. pouring over these rankings. And don't, I'm very comfortable back here at number two. Don't burn... Ready don't to step up to number name. one in case anything goes wrong. Don't burn his first name before we've given him a full introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him. You love him. You left your kids at his place one time, and they came back with a little bump on their head and a little bit confused. You thought nothing of it at the time. Guy, I mean, Guy acted a little bit guilty, if I'm being honest with you, because he had to cover for the fact that Nick had done something a little bit wrong. They wanted to go down the laundry chute. And Nick was (laughs) not prepared to stop them. Crazy old Uncle Nick was only too happy to enable your kids. So for the first time ever, can I introduce by his full name? As far as I know it, because I don't know his middle name. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your cool uncle, Nick Sampson. Uh, what is your middle name? The cool uncle of New Zealand comedy. Why is he an uncle? Because <laughs> he let the kids go down the laundry chute. How else is You're gonna not related that? to him. Dad's not going to do that, is he? You know how you talk about your friend's, friend's kids? You, if your friend brings a kid around, you're crazy old uncle Joseph. You're not- Am I? Yes. People, people call me crazy old uncle. Yeah, you wouldn't know, Joe. You know he's bringing around kids to your house. <laughs> yeah, no, like old uncle. My uncle house, here. full of kids. Steady stream of kids. <laughs> I'm doing knees in, in and them. out. That's why they keep getting all these bumps. And I bites. have to have a bouncer with a clicker on the door. <laughs> no more than a hundred of your nieces and nephews. 
All right, let's before this bucking bronco gets away on us, lads. Let's address the elephant in the room. We've just watched. You're mixing your metaphors all over the place. Uh, Well, they're all animals and they're all angry. We've watched Sex in the City two. Guy and I for the sixteenth time. Joseph, I believe, for the one and a half. One and a half. Well, I I half watched it uh, through with my ears. Was the listen to it? There's a term for that. Listen to it. Uh, Actually, do you, you guys do, <laughs> hold on. Watch something with your ears. What's that called? You know how we normally do things like other people do things. Let's do things the opposite to that. Okay. Plug your podcast first, and then we'll talk about the movie. Okay. Go. Well, we do a podcast called Cheap Tuesday, where we watch a movie each week and talk about it. It's the way diff- that you guys do it's it. It's a different movie though. It's but we, and we we go the pussy. We, we've really pussied out, and, yeah, and come with a different and movie. go to them at the movies and spend a lot of money. And that's why you guys are great and little bitches, <laughs> but still great. Thank you. And uh, it's, it's, this, an, this it's week, an honor to be here. This room. week on our one, we went to see Entourage, which I noticed so many similarities between that and this movie that we've should just we watched just now. Rip in? Yeah, should, should we just rip in? Nick, are you ready to compare Entourage to Sex and City 2? Should we really date stamp this thing and date it horribly by, by just talking about a movie that's just when come out? they find this one in a time capsule in space, they'll know exactly when we were talking they'll about it. They'll be like, bam! Gotcha, motherfucker! When, it's when the Entourage movie came out. Well, there, there, there are a lot of similarities, uh, definitely. Entourage, you know, stars four hate, hateful men. Yeah, and this this movie stars four hateful women. Do you hate all the guys in Entourage? I remember Entourage being fun though, as a TV series. Like yeah, but the fun. worst kind of fun. Bad fun. Bad fun. What's bad fun? Tell no, me. No, no. I, I, I reckon I would say Entourage is is uh, objectively more fun. Oh, more fun than more fun than, than Sex and the City. But surely that's just because you're a bloke, mate. It's but all I, the girlfriends I, who are I don't, wives. I, 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 I'm talking about. I don't. I didn't watch the TV series. You're right. Of Sex and the City. No. Or of Entourage. You watched Entourage. I watched Entourage. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, but then like I enjoyed it in that hindsight of being like, oh god, I wish I didn't watch that. No, but hold on, let's time travel. Put yourselves back into the place of well, just you actually, because I'm only talking to Nick right now. Of the moment, did you enjoy Entourage as it was unfolding? I enjoyed it in like it was a time when I was sort of coming to know myself a bit better. And I enjoyed it as a coming of age like, tale. Yeah. Tell me more. This, is, enjoy, like, this like, is what my life will be like. Oh, no, it was 18. a real. Like, I really. <laughs> now I love sex with everyone. Me and Guy were watching Stand by Me, and you were watching Entourage, and it shaped the human beings we are. I think well, there, I remember, I remember a lot of, a lot of a people point where I realized that Entourage was terrible. A lot of people in and our it generation. Really good, it was a really good uh, realization for me. We start. You know, we started watching Entourage around the same time we started buying shirts with buttons. I really thought you were going to say masturbating there because I saw your mouth making an M sound. I've been buying shirts with buttons, you know? Mm, buying shirts with buttons. Seminal stage in you. your life. Yeah. You're like, hey, I got a shirt with buttons. Yeah. Watch out. What would that mean? What's happening when you're putting on your shirt you're with buttons? You're on the prowl. You're into town. Yeah. You're looking for trouble. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Isn't it ironic? You, you dress up to get down. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Has that ever struck you as just Isn't, isn't life just, just a topsy-turvy place? Oh, it's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Your ups are down, your downs are ups. But let's not talk about Entourage too much because I don't the want movie to. we just saw wasn't Entourage. Please, please let's stop. So, like, I mean, first of all, first impressions. Um, Nick, I'm going to start with you, even though you've just been talking. Um, I would say it is, um, yeah, the length. Uh, it is ponderously 
unavoidably it was one of the longest things I've ever sat through. And it's not just long in length. Yes. Although it is that. <laughs> Which is, it is that. the main way of measuring <laughs> length. However. I didn't realise there are other ways to measure. But like every scene ends, like every shot, someone will say their line and then the camera will linger on them too long. Like it's the first, uh, it, like it's this is the block edit that the editor has gone all right, this is how the film stacks up. Yeah. And now I wait for the director to come in and we'll tighten it up. And the then he never, he never came. He never showed up. You could drive a truck through the lines, eh? Like in between them saying... Yeah. Especially no, some you... scenes, some prankster has bloody driven a truck right right square through two actors. Oh, yeah. We've told all of our listeners not to watch the movie so they don't know this, but we've there's a lot of trucks in the movie there's where they drive them in between with... like Miranda and Carrie... There's a line, yeah. and then a truck, Very and then another line. Literal metaphor. They'll it's crazy. Gracefully step aside, and the truck will come through. It's amazing. They I thought there were some close calls. Some yeah. of the trucks. Well, and you didn't see Joseph that one scene where a guy gets hit, and that's how good the stunties are. Yeah. They make it look. Well, like they it's dedicated a close call, their but lives. It's never really a close call. And it's guys, a safe set. We don't. I don't know if you do this every time in the podcast, but I wouldn't feel comfortable going on without just uh, giving a shout out to the family of the stunty who. Who part? The stunt to you. We do. We do do that we pour, every podcast. We pour out I don't listen to every episode. I'm sorry. We, so we, you don't. We pour out some of our drinks. We'll I believe it was pour when... Pour it out um, here. Samantha, just eat that. Gobble up that mic, Nick. Gobble okay. it up. I believe it was when Samantha said, um, Lawrence of my labia. Mm. And then the truck comes through. Yes. And hits that extra. You yeah. got it. That was, you, you they use the, the uh, Wilhelm scream, I believe. That's the, correct. Also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm bad at doing the impression, but yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You sounded like a farm animal. I thought well, it was, it's a, it's a, it was yeah. odd in the movie how they played it for laughs, though. Because yeah, a real man died. Often, and then they kind of cut like to just an individual shot of each woman. Kind they of do going, a <laughs> lot of shit like that, though, Joseph. You may have noticed they use a sitar to very racist and comical effect in the movie as well. They provide a lot of musical cues. You were quick to pick up on this. Okay, here's the... Are we allowed to just talk about whatever? Of course, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Under no circumstance shall we okay, talk okay. about Music- whatever. I don't know if you noticed how much whiskey I've had, bro, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> there's no rules to this one, mate. M- musical cue uh, observation number one. Hit me. Uh, whenever Carrie walks, yeah. it's like she is magical, for with each step comes a twinkle, uh, you know, that suggests she has, I'm going to s- say, fairy godmother powers. Like a shimmering musical... Twinkle. Yeah. What is that called? What is that like? A chimes? Are they chimes? Yeah, a bit of chimes. A bit of a bit of ding dong. Ding dong chimes. Yeah. You're supposed to be the, the music man. A, the ding dong is a separate instrument from chimes. Yeah, yeah. What's the ding dong sound like, guy? Real quick. It sounds similar to chimes. Give That's me a, why give it's me so ding dong. Give me your best ding dong real quick. Well, actually, ding dong is a bit on a metapaya. I don't know if you. Ding. Yeah. The ding, Had it. It's. It's <laughs> like a crow. You Let's know how it. a crow crows. Yep. A ding dong, ding dongs. At least here. When I say the word ding dong, that is the sound of ding dong. Oh, I'm sorry, you're doing it already. Yes. Oh, I beg your pardon, I was missing it. It's just so good. You just weave it in. Anyway, I believe she has uh, she has mystical abilities, which are not explicitly shown now, in the film. Joe, let me throw this at you. It's a little bit of a theory. Okay. Do you think those magical abilities exist before or solely after she puts the hat on at the gay wedding? Oh, before they're 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 there. So it permeates the entire. She was born. Film. She was born with it. You know, you don't you don't. There doesn't. It's not magical shoes. It's not like, like Mike. You know, like Mike. Uh, Lil Bow Wow has magic shoes that makes him good at basketball. Oh, it's not like that. She has a magic. I think she's born like. Of all of the examples you could have picked, I'm glad you went with like Mike. Thank you. 
It's a way to not alienate any person listening to the podcast. Because everyone's seen Like Mike, is what I'm trying to say. It was a very popular movie. Everyone saw it. Nick. I think it's pretty clear that when she puts on that um, headdress, thing. it's called. She refers to it as a hat, but well, it, it's not. A, it's not really. I mean, a hat it? is to cover your head. Yeah. Well, a hat looks like a hat. It'd be closer to a visor than a hat. <laughs> but it's not a visor either because it doesn't cover no. her uh, eyes. It's or... like a belt for your for her head. For your yeah, forehead. It's, a, it's a crown, realistically. Half of oh, a it's belt a crown. For your okay. Forehead. Yeah. When she puts on the crown, the crown's like a belt. Say that again. What's that? No, it's just a crown. There's clearly some sort of foreshadowing happening there, mm. and I kind of feel like it's some sort of curse that, are like, maybe a witch or like a, an evil gypsy has put, uh, like, maybe in a gemstone in the crown. Sure. It's slowly working its way into her body, um, causing her to lose control over where she puts her passport. Yes. Yes, I'm glad you've struck into that. Um, uh, which is, of course, the, the driving the driving plot of the movie. Well, it, of that act. It's the one big... We were in Abu It's Dhabi. the one time something's gone goes wrong. I'm sorry, a plot is when you someone does something Wait. once and then at the end of the movie they Can come we, back to the same spot and just solve that problem. That's, that's what it, A plot what is when a series of seemingly uh, unconnected uh, events happen in a row uh, in a few different locations. Here's what I'm going to do. Right? Here's that's what a plot. I'm going to do, if I may... I, I'm going to throw it over to you two. Okay. To Nick Sampson and to Joseph Moore to explain to me what the plot of Sex in the City 2 is, and you've got limited time to do it. Um, I'm pulling off my wristwatch so I can take care of this. You've got a maximum of three minutes, and I want you to describe the movie you've just seen. Okay. Because um, it's a it's an exercise in recall and in brevity of taking something that took over two and a half hours to watch I want you to boil it okay. down to three minutes. If, Are you ready? If you're not familiar with the word brevity, it is to be succinct, you could say. This like- podcast is brevity in action. I would oh. just like to interject. You have something to say on the matter? Uh, no, no, but that you know, we will, we will be brief. Okay, wow. yes. We'll be Please. very brief. Okay. Oh, shall I kick us off? the same way that we have not taken much time to define brevity, <laughs> uh, we demand the same of you. Gentlemen, your time starts now. We hear a familiar beat. What's that? Pianos mixed in with drums. Oh, it must be Jay-Z's Empire State of Mind. The song plays as the Warner Brothers and HBO logos play on screen. But are they normal logos? No, they sparkle. Sparkle with diamonds. Why? Because we are not in our world. We are in the world of New York, where the girls of Sex in the City 2 live. All right, Nick, you keep, keep it going. Hey, it's Carrie. What's up? It's me right now, now in 2011, but also way back in the, the 80s I was a lot different but still the same hey we're all mates anyway my friend who presumably is in the uh, hello is in the TV hello. series is getting married hey oh hello I'm a man standing on a desert oh, wait a minute I have to go to a gay wedding quickly okay you quickly can go, go? Can, can I, go quickly, can I, I okay can I just put your phone down for a second yes yes I'm going to go to this wedding okay. and comment Where are you uh, over and over and over oh, how hold gay on, this hold wedding on. is. Hold on, hold on. Summing up the movie. Real, real, real brevity. Oh, I'm at the wedding. Okay. okay. Gay, gay, gay. This is a very gay wedding. This is a very uh, gay hello, wedding. Hello. Welcome wedding. to the wedding. I'm a stereotype. Uh, you, this is a very gay wedding. I feel like I've said how gay the wedding is. Oh. I'm going to leave now. Okay. Uh, right. Back. Hello. Oh. 
You're still there. How was the wedding? Um, gay. Uh, so what are you up to? Oh, uh, well, I'm standing in the desert and I'm shooting a poster for a movie uh, that we all... Oh, shooting a poster for a movie? That yeah, sounds like a normal we, thing to have to do. We don't have green screen, you see, well, in our studio. I don't studio. even know what that is, so I don't so, know why you bring that hey, up. Hey, 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 I digress. You digress. Well, Someone digress. Well, we're all digressing. <laughs> My friends are um, going crazy. My hey, hey, careful with your passport. Should I come to Abu Dhabi? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a step ahead. You quickly come to Abu Dhabi, and then, but when you're here, be careful about your passport. I feel like you've done too much talking. You're barely in this movie. <laughs> hey, but, we're but, in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> oh, this plane was magnificent. Oh, look at all this food. Look at all these penises. That's my passport. You dropped it. No, nah, actually, they never mentioned that. Oh. Uh... Oh, there's your passport. I'm worried about my nanny's breasts. Hey, they sure are big. Let's go. Uh, this is a camel toe. Hey, <laughs> we should leave now. Hey, I'm a uh, uh, what? I'm a I'm a nice gentleman walking down the street. You want a smooch? Uh, okay, but then I'm gonna tell my husband about it. He's gonna be sad in a big building. Oh, hey, it's a uh, it's Carrie's husband here. What you got? You got smooching any old man? Well, you weren't doing it. You were too busy watching your films, <laughs> black I and white and otherwise. You know I love black and white movies. That's and my f- time. <laughs> well done, Jim. Well, was either like three or forever. four? I don't know. I'm not I wearing my digital I gotta, watch. I gotta say, because virtually no one who's listening to this has seen Sex in the City too. What you just listed it's just devolved into a series of buzzwords that you remembered from like. I don't know. I thought they did a good job. I I feel kind of broken after this movie. I feel like they kind of. I feel if you listen back to that summary of the film, (laughs) that was like one in the morning, right? Yeah, I know it's one in the morning. That was. It is. No, it is. I'm very tired. I just said that was way after one in the morning. It's like closer to two. Okay, it's twenty to two. A.M. It's not. It's not important what the what the hour is. Did we miss anything? No, absolutely not. I mean, the one thing that you missed was that you ran out of time to um, quickly resolve the one issue in the film, which is that, uh, as you pouted out, Carrie smooches a guy she sees in the souk, which is uh, an Abu Dhabi marketplace where you buy spices and leave your passport and buy shoes at. And then it's fine. Yeah, they, they sort it. it out. They she go gets back a there. diamond it's ring there. out of it, for Christ's sake. It's totally fine. I've had st- stuff going missing in a marketplace. What do you have missed? An ice cream salesman stole my wallet in uh, Kuala Lumpur. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, fucking how about No, you that? know what? But that's that's life, you know? And I, and, I, and I went back and it was gone. Here's some notes that I took. That's a real story. Make that into a movie, yeah, guys. Was, um, was that well, it would probably film? be a more engaging film than Sex in the City 2. What else did you get up to in Kuala Lumpur? I went to a swimming pool. <laughs> that sounds like a, a pretty. <laughs> Hold on, we've got a sequel in the works. <laughs> yeah, don't don't waste it all on one movie. No, the first There's one is you lose the wallet. It's a saga. Um, here are a the real-time movie of you going to the swimming pool and then losing your wallet at the market. Real-time. I paid $25,000 to see You're that an happen. idiot. You're a fool, guy. You're yeah, crazy. Well, that's, that, that's why you need, people are like, you never going to own a house. All man. right. Here are the notes that I've taken through the course of the film. Number one, why has no one called Big JJ? He announces this his is name at the wedding name. as John James. John James Preston. What about Big J? Big J's even better than JJ. Mm. No, you, then you're wasting a whole J. <laughs> That's crazy talk. You got if you got two J's, 
consecutively as an option, that is pretty much the angle you should be pursuing in your name. I always thought as a child, JJ was one of the coolest it really is a- nicknames you could get. Those are two eight-point consonants. One, two. What are you talking about eight-point Scrabble. Oh, right. Jesus. All right. <laughs> There's a 16... 16- Sixteen letter, sixteen point two letter name. You can't use proper nouns in Scrabble, though, my friend. You actually can in a new version of Scrabble. Fuck off, can yeah, man. You? Yeah, it's one of the. There's new- like a classic rule, though. Nah. What? There's no longer Scrabble. You at that sound point. like my granddad. You can play like Beyonce and stuff. That is bullshit. You can play as Beyonce. Comes yeah. The whole. That's no longer kit. Scrabble. Well, no, it's dress ups, but yeah. If you play as Beyonce, you you don't have time for Scrabble. Scrabble, Scrabble, not in my <laughs> house. Is, is, uh, Beyonce, go to <laughs> it's a very immersive experience if you play be- as Beyonce. Here's my second. You note. inherit her entire career. Which Did is a you lot know? Of responsibility. Did you know? IMDb won't tell you about this th- about the movie. Guy and I will because we've seen it sixteen times now. Did you know that in one scene in the film in Abu Dhabi in the hotel they swapped out Tilda Swinton for Cynthia. Dixon or Nixon can't remember the name of the actress. I feel like really got caught up on this moment. Well, yeah. well she not kind every of every like no, no, no. Well, this is but she kind of looks like her for the whole movie. I don't know why this but scene, especially no, no. when she's not wearing makeup. Well, it's not even anything to do with especially. The fact of the matter is, it was a it was a failed viral marketing attempt at, for, by Michael Patrick King and SJP, who was an executive producer on the movie. Is they got Tilda Swinton for a cameo. And they said, Tilda, we want to do something different with it. We want it to be organic. We want it to be viral. We're going to put you in the movie as one of the characters. People say viral in 2011. Yes. Absolutely. Constantly. That's how we know really saying in 2010. That's when it started. Anyway, Tilda, you know what she's like. She's really into virality, really into online currency, really into monetizing, you know, content. She said yes, they did it. No one knows to this day. We're lifting the lid. It's a hidden cameo. One of the only one of the only <laughs> hidden cameos in the history of Hollywood. The third note I've written on my hand appears to be the word runnelling. Which last time I checked isn't a word. R U N A L I N G. What do you think I was trying to communicate to myself? Runnelina? It's impossible to say, mate. I would like to talk about the fact that Mr. Big uh, is colorblind. Well, then, please take uh, us away. So, Mr. Big, his one of his great character traits is that he likes to watch black and white movies, which but is then, such a vague thing, right? That's yeah. It's <laughs> he's like, I love, I love black and white movies. It's like, that's a lot of movies. That's and you got to you got to immediately go why? You got to ask not, the question. On the whole, not very good. You got to dig in there. Uh, that was before we'd really mastered how to do movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of those don't have audio. <laughs> Your you got to dig around, Mister Big. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. likes he likes the movies, not the talkies. But then later on, caught watching Deadliest Catch. Yeah. <laughs> so then my theory is that yeah, he's colorblind. He can't tell if a movie's black and white. He just says everything's black and white. Sometimes he's right. Well, Nick, I hate to throw salt in your game, but maybe he likes more than one thing. You know? Maybe he likes black and white movies and Deadliest Catch. Uh, No, I think he's just... He likes anything where he knows it's a black and white movie. Because there's a certain style he can get from watching an old... Because as a colorblind person, color movies confuse him. Yeah, they make him... They haven't catered for the the colorblind audience. He's like, I can't pay attention to the plot. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You can't tell who's the sun, who's the sky. <laughs> this we did now. This would explain how he's lost so much money on the stock market because when stocks go up, they go green, and when stocks go down, they go red. Yes. But if he was colorblind, then he's just seeing numbers moving in a direction. And he's just throwing money in every which direction. He's got to pick a punt. So like he is, he is buying up stocks that have risen dramatically <laughs> and he's and he's selling stocks that have fallen spectacularly yeah he also has no like internal compass <laughs> he constantly thinks he's upside down yeah because he, well, he, sees, he sees the arrows on the stock market man. and does not that those make no sense to him at all right and nor do um, numbers so he he is a dyslexic What's <laughs> devoid of any internal direction numbers to him are just kind of bouncing man. shapes he has no perception of color he is an early prototype of a trading android the u.s government <laughs> made about 50 prototypes for but they stock forgot, market trader they forgot not to program them to love yeah, what, but the, he can they forgot fuck. to program this one to love. <laughs> but he can he fuck shows like no literally no affection to his wife. So hold, let me just show as much affection as a prototype <laughs> stock market Android computer. Let me take a bit of stock here. A colorblind stock market. We're saying that my man JJ Big is a government fuckbot. Am I on board? No, so no, far? he's a stockbot. He's a stockbot. Who he's not a fuckbot. Happens bot. to be naturally gifted at fucking. He's a, he's a stock bot with a heart. He's he was he's like, the only one of the assembly line that they forgot to turn the emotive programming off. I oh, see. So this is very even that, even or at, something. Even at his full emotion, he is <laughs> he doesn't register on the human scale. Like he still <laughs> seems like a robot to us. Uh, yeah. Which is why it's weird that he gives gifts his wife a ring after after she cheats on him. <laughs> he's just guessing. Now, gentlemen. There's Can a, I just say before we I, I stay, I, I just feel like throw we, it in there. Uh, look, Don't ask for my permission. Well, I just am, get in I there want, and get I dirty. Crave, I get desperately wrong. want your permission. Um, you guys, this movie is destroying you, and it's only been sixteen goes, but about halfway through, you guys, for the listeners, Tim 
we watched about this movie is so long and I really like I feel I've listened I listen to the podcast and I feel like it's very hard to communicate how long this movie is <laughs> it feels like it will never end and at about an hour and a half Tim had fallen up toppled over like a some sort of skyscraper <laughs> and Guy was trying to play my guitar <laughs> without ever having played a guitar in his life and so just like compulsion even had one lesson <laughs> made him pick up a guitar and try to sing um an everclear song so like this movie is destroying these these boys and i really feel for them but hey uh, as we said positively at, at one point uh only 10 more views until you're halfway yeah well god isn't that a milestone that we're knocking on the door isn't, of isn't the light in the tunnel <laughs> devastatingly <laughs> tricksy um, and deceptive here's something I'd like there's to there's a poorly lit tunnel you can inject the point of the, dark in the tunnel to the point of the tunnel there's like fish that make their own bioluminescence and they look like the end of the tunnel Those are the but they're not the end of the tunnel <laughs> they're air breathing bioluminescent fish um, now the first question is we like to <laughs> this is not the first question we like to say we like to ask we like to explore what was your favourite bit of the movie? We call this the shining light. Speaking of bioluminescence. I remember I laughed. Okay. So maybe <laughs> Guy maybe Guy and I will kick off and you guys can Full think about a part of the movie that you whimsy. enjoy. Yeah. No way. I'd like these guys to go first. They get the whole spectrum of the movie to choose from. Really throwing our guests under the bus. I like where you're coming from, Guy. Okay. I'm throwing them under I like the bus. It. They get to choose from any moment in the movie. Even though it... Joseph Moore, would you like to start? Yeah, okay. Even though... It ultimately resulted in one of the low points of the movie yes i just like the concept of a karaoke bar with backup dancers i think as a karaoke patron mm-hmm. wouldn't mm-hmm. it be fun to have backup dancers <laughs> while you perform karaoke punctuating your jaw-dropping performance yeah so Not and I, they, they go to a place where this exists um solely i think so that there's a feasible reason for the girls to have backup dancers when they do a um, frankly embarrassing performance of I Am Woman. But up until then, they've like kind of created this business. I'm like, yeah. And so if there was a moment where I go, oh, I'd like to go to that, to go to that place. Although I did notice... That was, uh, the, that was the one second in which I was happy. The, the, <laughs> the one second in which it triggered your brain to think, I wish more karaoke bars had backup dancers. Yeah. That is your... Joyous takeaway from Sex and City 2. That's, that's the moment I felt most at peace. The guy who we open on, who I thought for a long time was singing a Boston song, it turns out he wasn't. Fine, he doesn't man. have any any backup dancers, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Then so, uh, I take it all so back. so unconventional because they're not backing up in the traditional sense. They're on a different plane. Nick Sampson, does anything come to mind when I say to you, Shining Light, favourite bit of the movie? Um, Gobble up that mic. I feel, I feel like... My favorite bit of the movie was uh, when Carrie called Big to tell him that she kissed what's his face, Aiden. Aiden, apologies. Don't apologize. I'm it shows yourself to be I'm weak. desperate to apologize to you. Um, <laughs> let, let me apologize. <laughs> it's not privilege. What's the word? Permission. Permission and forgiveness. Keep going, Nick Sampson. <laughs> Keep going. Sampson. Dig deeper. I want Man permission trip. and forgiveness. Carrie has rung up uh, our favourite fuckbot from the government. And always ask for permission. Um, was when she rings up Mr. Big and tells him that she's kissed him. And we're back in New York briefly. And because it took so long to get to New York, it took about an hour. 
and then I was so excited to go to Abu Dhabi. And as soon as we got there, I realized oh, I was like, no, no, we we have to go back. It was a mistake <laughs> to go here. So, so just that brief glimpse of like the cityscape, maybe of Abu Dhabi. No, of New York. Of oh, Mr. Big uh, during just the being phone like call when we flash back to him. Sad in his Cut glass two. tower. Cut to JJ Big, the United States military's greatest out fuck of skyscraper. Just, I, I just felt like, oh man, this was, this was a huge mistake. Ever leaving the com- the comfort of New York. So getting a flash of big in his big soulless office was your shining light of the movie. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, that is bleak. Okay, well I'll tell you mine. Um, my shining light of the movie this time, and I think I've actually enjoyed him a lot of times, but I've never remembered enough to bring it up. Is Miranda's misogynist boss Tom? He's amazing. I love him. He shuts her down so, like, succinctly. With He doesn't even say words. He just throws a hand out. He's like, talk to the hand. Boom. Chucks it out there in the meeting. Tom is a legend. What got you about Tom this week? He's just so authoritative and really instills himself as the voice you want to listen to in the room. Seems like he's got a lot of good ideas. And that's how he got to be partner at that firm. You know what I mean? He's a man who you trust. He's the man who you go to with problems and he gets them fucking solved. He's the kind of guy who, like, if I accidentally killed a stripper, I'd be like, Tom, bro, some shit has happened in Las Vegas. Very particular kind of guy. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, if it was a bad problem, Tom could solve it. He's not the kind of guy who'd freak out on me and be like, oh, I've got to call the police now because I'm obligated because you've committed a crime and murdered someone. He'd be like, we're going to get ourselves some acid. I know a chemistry high school teacher. We're going hydrochloric on it. We're going to dissolve the body and no one will ever know that this has happened. He is a problem solver. And he's painted as a villain in this movie. I don't appreciate it, but in the brief moments we have with him in the movie, I enjoy him. <laughs> I genuinely think this movie is making you lose your mind. You always say that. You're thinking dangerous thoughts. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm killing a hooker. I'm just saying if I did, I'd want to go to Tom. Be like Mike Tyson way of <laughs> framing things. We don't well, need to bring Tyson, real people into the scenario. What's his name? Other guy. Damn it, I fucked that up. Are you talking about old uh, yeah, the guy yeah. who made Pacquiao for it? Sorry, no, I'm talking, I'm talking about bloody murderer NFL player. OJ Simpson. Yeah, yeah, I called him. <laughs> Sure doesn't sound like I don't think Mike Tyson's going to take kindly to you mixing him up. Well, the hilarity is you tried to slam me and you've actually revealed yourself for being a massive racist who can't distinguish between black people. So shame on you, Joseph Moore. Let me say that name again. Joseph Moore. I'm just trying to be the truest me I can be. God, that's a terrible defense. Guys, pick up the ball and let's roll in with a shining light from you. I just want people to accept me for all of my character flaws, including my rampant racism. That's what I hear too. No. That's what I hear coming to you. Uh, so yourself, even if society... What a, what a career blow this podcast has turned out to be. Had it and quit it, Guy Montgomery. Oh, What's going on? My shining light in Sex and the City 2. You've got nothing. <laughs> yeah, Look like, at those cold dead eyes. The most, trans- with whiskey. most transparent witness who starts answering <laughs> the question by re-saying the question in a different order. Sex and the City 2. Jesus Christ, you are burning daylight on us, Montgomery. All right, while you think of that, Joseph Moore, I'm going to throw it back you to want, you. 
You're running a very efficient, <laughs> insane conversation here. There was a man in this film okay. named Coffee Guy. Oh, yeah. You know Coffee Guy? I we saw love him. Coffee Guy. We're familiar with Coffee Guy. Mm-hmm. The question is... Where's he going? Where's he up to? That's the question. What's this dude? What's he all about? Where's he off to? What's he doing? That's got to be over to the floor. Can't just put that on Joseph. Sorry. Joseph Moore, Nick Sampson. What's he doing? Where's he off to? Well, I I felt like after this... By the way, you guys built this guy up a lot. And what? And he did not disappoint. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> he drank a lot of coffee in yeah. a very short amount of time, as promised. And then he left very quickly. And uh, I couldn't help but notice that um, a waiter came in very shortly after he leaves, clears his plate immediately. Mm. Um, and I'm wondering... Did this waiter take the coffee cup back into the kitchen and then go, oh, no. This coffee was not meant for this man. Oh, this no. was a prototype coffee. Oh, my God. Not yet ready for store consumption. He has drunk into his coffee. He goes home. He goes home. He passes out. He wakes up. He looks in the mirror. Oh. His, his arms seem stronger. He's, he he's takes off his top. Is that, what, yeah, that's that's weird. weird. Abs is just a regular old coffee drinker. Yeah, really coffee drinker. Hold on. He suddenly got all this energy. He can't sleep. He never sleeps again. He is coffee guy. He's the got latest. the energy <laughs> of a guy who's drunk three coffees. But all the time. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't need another coffee. But if you give it to him, it'll be like he's had four coffees. He spurts steamed milk out of his wrists. Yeah. He'll <laughs> he's got he's got sugar. He's Little got packets, it. packets of sugar in, in his, his b- pockets. In, in his butt. <laughs> in his butt in pockets. His butt. <laughs> he's got sugar in his butt pockets and he's spurting steam out of his wrists. Go, Montgomery, what do you make of that? Do you love it? He's running. You've got to have it. Suddenly, there's a new. Vi- th- suddenly, there's new hero in town. Oh, oh people are people are mugging people. Oh, oh, coffee man's coming along, being oh, a bit pushy it. about it because it's hey. a mug. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> the that was the great mu- joke. Is, <laughs> a mug is mugging someone. Yeah, that is brilliant. <laughs> And here's the crazy thing: it turns out that it's a Harry Potter mashup universe where muggles are mugging mugs. And only one man can save them all. It's Coffee Guy. He's on the scene. He's steaming mad at crime. He's off there with his wrists spurting hot milk into people's eyes, which is actually, when you think about it, pretty fucking hardcore. It seems like a pretty low-level superpower until you analyze the fact that he's got someone in a goddamn headlock and he is spurting something that is above 100 degrees into their goddamn eyeballs. They're going to burn them irrevocably. Yeah. They've got no sight. Peel the flesh right off their face. Which is how Mr. Big became black and white sighted. That's what the colorblind people are calling themselves. And credits, credits roll, credits roll, credits roll. Everyone's leaving, not us. We know to stay in the cinema. That's right. After the credits of Coffee Guy, it's a little sneak preview of the next big character. Walk me through it. We we open on a big table, a table covered in cakes. Yes. That's right. 
the the gals have ordered too many cakes again for oh. breakfast. There's pastries, there's muffins, there's every sort of continental breakfast you could want. They don't eat them. They leave. What happens? Of course, you know what happens. All the cakes merge together oh to God. form a humanoid continental man. Continental man. Da, 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 Boom, da, coming da. soon. It's not It's not coming out for a whole year. But it's going to exist in the same universe. They buried the teaser trailer at the end of Coffee Man. Yeah. For continental. Is that Indiana Jones? No, it's the A-Team theme. What's Indiana Jones? Actually, the A-Team... The A-Team provide a character for the uh, next spin-off, Mr. T. Fantastic. Hey, look, Montgomery, I feel Mr. like... Mr. T, Mr. Coffee, Coffee Man, and oh, Continental Man. It all comes back. All going to form up together. That's what we call the worst the, idea of all time, fuck what universe, chapter one. It's going to be the new breakfast menu at IHOP. Now, Guy, I feel like There's we've bought you breakfast characters. plenty of time to think of a shining light, so That's let's head it bogus. straight off the bat. me into an immersive experience. I took, I, do you know what? Some people accuse me of throwing you under the bus. I saw the bus come and grabbed you by the goddamn collar, moved you out of the way, put something else in its way, and put you back in the right path, and you're still complaining. You're driving the bus, and it just feels like the bus is chasing me. I most I resent the accusation, <laughs> and I want you to get on with your goddamn duties as someone who watches Sex and the City 2 every week and provide a goddamn shining light, as if you didn't see it coming, as if you don't know this happens every week. Just put it out there. And my... You're failing. You are like an angry person. Had a lot of whiskey. <laughs> uh, it's the, in my professional opinion, mm. as an esteemed reviewer of Season City Two, which I do on a weekly basis. Yes, and it is a process I enjoy. What I most enjoy when I <laughs> share you're a nightmare. You're a bloody nightmare. Is the and you're a slacker and efficiency with which I do it. Oh man, I I don't. I, are you outraged, Nick Sampson? Yeah, I want you to. Yeah, I'm fucking just, outraged. Just get to the fucking point, man. Do you guys have shining lights? Yeah, we talked a length about them, yeah. and they were great. Oh yeah, they Sorry. were ones for the <laughs> books. What I'm talking about you're a crazy bus driver. Don't you put this on me? What's your shining light? Uh my shining light. Fucking hell. It just all blurs into a horrible memory. You're such a piece of shit, Montgomery. You really are. It's just one long, ongoing disappointment. My shining light is that Mr. Big's coffee cup is never full. There's never coffee in the cup. You enjoyed that. It's all an illusion. It's insane. Something they got wrong in the movie is your shining light. No. My shining light is that Mr. Yeah, I guess. I just like Mr. Big and his coffee cup, coffee cup props. <laughs> Do you know what I like? You like me. Nope. The opposite. What do I want me to do with that? We can go. Who are you? What a negative note to wrap up on. <laughs> uh, we need these guys to pitch the movie to us. Oh, God, that's got to be quick. All right. You guys have got to pitch. So, Guy Montgomery and I are movie executives. We green light projects, we get shit done and funded. Yeah. You two have walked into our office oh. to pitch us this movie and, and so we can fund it. Gentlemen and gentlemen, Hand over your pitch. Okay. I was just walking... First of all, hi. Nice hi. to meet you. Hi. No, well, I've got a time for this. Bad start. We've met before. Oh. We did worked on a project last, yeah, last summer. Yeah, my name's Tim. Yeah, Joseph. So I don't know. I've met a lot yeah. of people, oh. so right. I'm very important. Okay. So is Guy Montgomery. Well, hi, Tim and Guy. Um, my name's Nick, and you all know Joseph. Yeah, from it's last, from last, story, last, story, last, last year. From last summer, we worked on a project. Fuck this up. Fuck this up. All right. Don't 
go back uh, to New Zealand. What? Never go back. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so I was just walking here um, and I passed uh, a store with a bunch of televisions in the window. And on the televisions was a show about some women. And you, mean you, you thought of this pitch on the way here that's to the correct. meeting. Uh, by the time, like the, the time, and uh, the amount of time it took me to like walk the entire length of the TV store, <laughs> I um, got the gist of the show. And um, while I was walking, I also um, I passed uh, the next shop was actually a travel agency, which had uh, a picture of the Middle East. Um, and so I don't know. And then I passed. We passed a, a candy store selling Reese's pieces. Yeah. Are, and then I had my head pretty high. Very important executives, so, and you're okay, telling okay. us you don't need to know all this. Yeah, you don't yeah, need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably okay, undermining okay, my okay, pitch. Okay, 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 okay. Picture, picture this. Picture this. Uh, the drums and pianos combine. It's Jay Z's Empire State of Mind. Uh, where are we? We're in New York, but not but New not York. Not for is long. Not New York. But for a while. But then we get on a, a plane. Okay. But like after so a while. Yes. We're not there for. Uh, so we, then we go to Abu Dhabi. Oh, I, bold move. Also hard to follow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the no, way, don't, don't, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. We're not going to be respectful. You've got Joseph Moore on the Just project. Sobu no one. No noodles. one for his racism. Uh, <laughs> that does make me feel confident about getting that racist dollar. I, I always thought Joseph Moore was known for his very even-handed liberal defense of everyone. Normally, sometimes he confuses controversial athletes. I see. Anyway, um. <laughs> So this I've got woman, I've got television. Can I do my I, own pitch? I don't necessarily want to be associated with him if he's going to be continue to be racist. As a Jew, I'm very confused by the pitch. No, you're going to need this racism in the film. The film won't work if they don't make just I, offhanded look, comments right, about gonna, about women and minorities. Well, my the, place has New York and Abu Dhabi. It's got two settings, and we spend as much time in one as we do in the other, which is an indeterminable never-ending amount of time. Here's what I'm going to do. I like elements of what you both have said. I need this man. I'm throwing you together. I need this as job. As a directing team. Dude. I'm giving you no money, but I will Dude, give I've you been, a production I've been company. in LA. I've been in LA three years, man. I mortgaged my house back in New Zealand for this. I need this. This you get a production company. This you is, don't this get money. Is, done. Is, it's done. I live We're in done. a dry cleaners. Go big grooves on it. I don't care. I'll I do would, this on a budget. I, I, get, I will Tim, actively, I, Tim, I've got kids. I will be actively trying to sabotage this project uh, every I, step I, of the I, way. I, I just got Lauren. I, I just I got Lauren into a good school, man. And, and if I if I can't get the bills in, she's out. I do not care for your personal problems. <laughs> I do not care for either of your ideas. I appreciate that. I yeah, appreciate oh, that. Oh, my esteemed in, colleague and friend has. Greenlit this project. Okay, so so I would just like you to know, I will do anything I can to make this. I as look forward to this. Sounds like a really good challenge. Well, it, it, to be honest, it sounds like all four of us are at odds, uh, which is how I like to get movies made. So I, I invite you to the challenge. I would like to say good luck to you, gentlemen, and uh, I would like to say uh, thank you very much Should for we listening. Hands in the middle. Let's do it. Go ducks on four. Hands in the middle. Let's all spit on our hands first before we shake on making this movie. Cut them. (laughs) Cut them. Go ducks on four. Here we go. One, One, two, two, three, four. Go ducks on four. Good enough. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the worst idea of all time. Uh, These guys' podcast is Cheap Tuesday. Please check it out. Starring Nick Sampson and Joseph Moore, renowned for his tolerance of all people. (laughs) All shapes and sizes. Follow them on, on Twitter. At hotmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are at hotmail.com. I, wa- <laughs> I was until not long ago. Still at hotmail.com. He was.
God, we're making that as a joke, Samson. Join the 21st century for Christ's sake. I'm trying, sake. but they won't let me in. All right, we're <laughs> wrapping it up. Uh, ladies and gents, we just watched Sex and the City 2 for the 16th time. We hope you join you for... We'll be back for 17. Maybe you won't. I don't know. We're all a little hammered. It's quite late at night. Um, catch, you, catch you around. See you, kids. You want to say anything, Guy? No. Worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.